Hello! Don't forget that if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, want to have your music featured on an episode, or just want to keep updated about all our latest happenings, you can follow us on Twitter at MBB Podcast, Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and you can also listen to the show on SoundCloud or Spotify. And please, drink responsibly. Thank you. Fucking men behaving badly. Fuck's sake. Episode 64 of Men Behaving Badly. Beer we go again. We're back after... Well, I mean, we haven't even put 63 out at the time of recording. Um, so we're back again straight away with, a, with another episode. It's, it's great, nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice to see you guys. not been six months. No, exactly. Yeah, not even been six weeks. It's been, yeah, it's been great. Barely been six hours. Um, as always, I'm joined by Tom. Hello, everyone. And we're delighted this week to be joined by Rod Stewart. Hello, Rod. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, Ashley is uh, somewhat. I, I think this might be. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of episodes early on where I've sort of lost my voice, and you guys have sort of taken over the reins for me. This might be the first episode where you've lost your voice. Yeah, somewhat. I think so. I think the the sort of the professional air that people have become accustomed to with me, <laughs> um, that that illusion is going to be shattered today. Oh, I think I think it's even more professional that you've turned up. You know, thank you. Yeah, this way and yeah, this is it. You know, I, I live and breathe this podcast. It's, exactly. you know, it's everything to me. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I can just ask, actually, have I told you lately that I love you? Fuck um, off. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, I mean, I, I, genuinely, I feel better than I sound. Which is good. Um, yeah. Which is good. I just sound like dog shit. So it's a low bar to get over. <laughs> sorry, I'm sure we'll be uh, sailing through this podcast. But anyway, um, <laughs> Rod Stewart. Uh, uh, There's so, a whole thing. <laughs> Why have we not done a Rod Stewart pun as the uh, the name? Oh yeah, yeah, we probably yeah. could. We probably um, could. If you can, yeah, think of one throughout the episode, and then I'll yeah. dub it in. I'll two, work on it. two minutes twenty in, and we're doing <laughs> beer po- uh, podcast happening already. Yeah, it's not even up. Very Rod Stewart. Yeah, Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, we've we kind of got a mixed bag of an episode today, um, to the point where uh, myself and Ashley don't even know what one of the beers is, because no. Tom is uh, keeping it quite secret from us. Um, but we are going to definitely be enjoying um, the Citrus Grandis uh, Low Carb Pale Ale from the sadly uh, no longer in business Wild Beer yep. Company. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit as we as we have that. <coughs> Hmm. Um, we've also got another one of the aged uh, aged beers here, which is the uh, Twisted Barrel Babylon Sour Cherry Imperial Stout, uh, which we've been keeping for a while for now. A while. Yep. Um, so it's good to have another one of those in there. What were you looking at? Sorry, Tom. Don't worry, we can do it when we get down to that bit. Okay, okay, okay that's oh, fine. fine. Um, so these are the only two beers I've got in front of me right now. Um, um, we've also got the Braybrook. We have smoke lager. Braybrook smoke lager. Yes. Their latest iteration of it. Yeah, and we're going to be sort of talking around that about some uh, about some local stuff mm-hmm. uh, that we that we like and sort of introducing something new. Um, but 
Yeah, and then we've got this secret beer that you're going to keep under wraps, I'm guessing, until yeah. it comes to it. So, yeah. And then we've got a little quiz for you. And a little quiz. Oh, little brilliant. quiz little is quiz we rolled out. over from last time. Yes, exactly. Um, but I think we should get cracking on, because it is quite late. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, as always, we have not started... <laughs> Exactly as early as we wanted, but uh, yeah, we're gonna crack. We're gonna crack on um, with the wild beer. Uh, let's say Citrus Grandis, uh, which I got as part of my Beer Fifty Two just today, um, which is a really good selection of Southwest beers. And uh, we've already had a Verdant before the podcast as well, um, so, which is great. Yeah, lovely parallel um, into the uh, what was it called? Just opened that beer actually. <laughs> into, into the bin. Into, into the, the bin. Uh, into the water, water I, go. I go that's it yeah 4.2% pale ale um, which was which was absolutely beautiful um, it was really nice uh, really nice notes of uh, stone fruits I think yeah stone fruit peachy soft yeah. mouthfeel and nice bitterness it was a nice, nice bitterness like really the, yeah, nice bitterness yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. What you'd come to expect from a really good pearl, uh, pearl 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 so yeah, the uh, the wild beer is now poured. So tell yeah, us so this is um, it's a they called it a low carb pale ale. Um, apparently it's ninety eight calories. It's quite interesting. They've gone for uh, like being that obvious, being like this is what we're going for. It's it you know you usually get it from uh, what's the um, ABV four point four percent still. Yeah, because usually you get it. I think with some of the low calorie beers sometimes also low ABV. Sorry, low ABV beers they have the calories yeah. on it because it's like they're trying to I guess show an advantage of it. It's not just like you won't have a hangover, but yes. you'll not get fat at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, quite interesting. They just yeah, well, this one you won't get fat and have a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> marketing and, and stuff. But I guess it doesn't really matter anymore because they're um, then they're well. More, I mean, it's interesting they've gone down that line of being quite quite obvious about it. So. Um, refreshing light and thirst quenching I was going to say have they got the because uh, they usually had the words on it and I was yeah. a bit surprised but obviously this is a can rather than you usually get the wild stuff in yes, in bottles so it's quite uh, yeah, quite interesting to actually have a wild beer out of the can so. All right. uh, cheers yeah, cheers boys cheers, guys. one big cheers to wild beer yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. I need cheers again there. what are your first impressions a big citrusy nose mm. yeah really sharp mouthfeel but like Good sharp, like feels like a lot of tiny bubbles. Yeah, it? yeah. a lot, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of fizz. Mm. It is quite sharp citrus, isn't it? Mm. It's kind of bordering on. I don't a little bit sherbetty, little bit. I think just because it's sort a of like a tingle of it a bit. Mm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, definitely the end. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, now that it's gone, gone down. So the description of the can is, uh, light, crisp, hoppy pale ale will take you back to those warm sunny days. The tropical fruit notes from the hops give this beer a punchy yet balanced finish. Punchy is a good word for it. Punchy is a good yeah. word. I think that's, um, that's it, really it sort of reminds accurate. me, both in kind of look and smell. And it's like, I, I don't know how often you make jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I don't think I've made you know, jelly for you know, over 20 you, years. When you've got the little cubes and you put them in, in a jug and, yeah, and yeah, stir yeah, them yeah. up, if you add like an orange jelly, yeah. it kind of gives me that sort yeah, of vibe. Yeah, and then yeah. you stick it in the fridge and let it set. Mm. It's, um, it is, it's, it's quite a strong initial flavour. But you know what they say, the first cut is the deepest. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I know <laughs> he was trying to get one in. Let's get yeah. one in. Yeah. But, but, it's, um, but it's really lovely. <clears throat> I mean, it's really lovely. I mean, this to me is... 
super drinkable. I think that that, that sort of slightly angry carbonation at the beginning. Um, angry is a good <coughs> word for that. Angry. I like that. that dies off, dies off very quickly. Yeah. And then you do get a subtle bitterness with that yeah. little kind of citrusy note. So um, I, I like it a lot. It's got the nice, like, I've got a nice fruity coating. Yeah. Like on my tongue, my mouth, and it's sort of like, oh, you just don't want, <coughs> it makes you want to keep going back, doesn't it? And, um, and you know, I could definitely see this in a uh, pint form or, um, you know, on a warm day, barbecue, beer garden. Yeah, it doesn't quite taste its 4.4, would you say? Or? I'd say it's around, I guess it's around that. Yeah, I suppose 4.4 yeah, 4 actually like, isn't that heavy, yeah. But it's still um, not going to leave you stone cold sober. So yeah. that's another deep cover on Stuart reference earlier. Producing no more lyrics than I do, so you're just, you're just using all my ping-ponging lyrics. Um, uh, so yeah, obviously we, um, yeah, we're sorry to hear about it and we hope that all the uh, staff, people associated with Wild Beer can, um, you know, find... Yeah, else yeah, in the already. yeah, so exactly. we, you know, our thoughts with them as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, real big shame and, and quite a surprise, I guess, because they, I guess, they've been the one of those bigger breweries. And the fact that you know the beers are in, in supermarkets, um, they do quite a lot of seasonal stuff, like quite big specials, like big bottles and stuff like that. It's yeah. sort of, um, yeah, it's sort of, and felt like a fairly popular brewery. Um, yeah, no, it's very sad. Yeah, every time I head down to Bristol, you know, you see wild beer. All over the place, um, whether it's their own, their own places, or just out and about wherever you go in Bristol. Really, there's a, there's been a lot of it. So, yeah, it's it's really it's a, it's a very sad, uh, very sad time. And as you say, yeah, we hope that everybody, everybody associated with Wild is uh, is uh, kind of bounced back on their feet and, and uh, all the all the best. It does it does sort of feel future. it does feel like a sort of a, a gear change, doesn't it? It, <clears> it feels like it's sort of like you say, Tom, the, the first one that got huge amounts of Twitter traffic and huge amounts of sort of coverage because mm. it was a really established brewery to, to unfortunately suffer these sort of market forces. And obviously in their statement, it, it just references that the absolute catalogue of things that you would imagine have been a problem. COVID, massive problem. Ever-increasing interest rates and overheads. Cost of living crisis, reducing the customer base. Yeah, all of those kind of things. None of those are a surprise, um, and I think we we sort of have to accept and acknowledge that, that this may be the sort of first big casualty. We're probably in a world where they're not the last, mm, because that's, that's yeah, the worry, yeah. no no one is immune to to these sorts of factors, and we'll know, you know, as as anyone will listening to this, when you find yourself in a pinch financially the things that go first are the sort of perceived luxuries. Yeah. So yeah. actually, you know, the likelihood of going out and spending as much on beer as you were before, you, you're going to drop that before you drop your heating or your electricity exactly. or, yeah. you know, all those kind of things. And so it's, it's just a, a, a sort of inevitability that unfortunately, and it's not just beer, it's going to be people right across... Um, you know the, the food supply, drink supply, service industry, all those kind of things. It's it's going to continue to get harder to remain competitive when 
the amount of disposable income the general public has is is only going one way. Exactly. Yeah, they they cited um, COVID, the loss of export sales, spiraling production costs, damaging inflation, and increasing interest rates that have affected all sales. Um, along with these factors, along with the cost of living crisis, have impacted the company's ability to succeed. So you know, it's kind of as you say, it's almost like all of the above, isn't it? Like everything yeah. is just coming at once, and yeah. and it's affecting. You know, it's not kind of just one thing. It's it's a lot of things coming together, and um, yeah, it's a shame we're seeing it. I think I think Steve from being your has been keeping a he's sort of a list of those breweries that kind of unfortunately. Um, had to cease trading, and I, I don't know if it, it's just um, well, being of themselves and well, being of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think they're getting from what I I think I saw on Twitter the other day. They are, I think somebody's buying the space, but Steve's going to continue brewing there. I think okay. is the is the case. Um, but still, it's like he's obviously he's not been able to continue the venue as he wants, and um, it's yeah. a real shame because I think a lot of people are. Uh, Love that place. Obviously, we've been lucky to go only only once, but it's probably the highlight of it's a, it's a very the highlight fun of weekend yeah. in that evening, wasn't it? Mm, um, exactly. So yeah, it's just it, unfortunately you're seeing it from small to large, aren't you? Brewery, breweries wise. Yeah. Um, what are your guys uh, sort of your fondest memories of their beers? Well, beers, beers. What are your favourites? Well, I think memory wise, obviously. One of the big things was the beer, beery secret Santa that we uh, we participated in for a couple of years, um, which was great. And uh, one of the beers that I got as part of that was the uh, was the Jambo. It's the big um, <coughs> excuse me. Oh God, got choked up there. Um, <laughs> the, uh, no, it was the uh, it was the Jambo. It was the uh, it was the big stout, um, huge bottle with the wax topper that we got uh, that I got for that, um, which was absolutely fantastic. I can't remember. Did we have that? the same night or did we have a different I think we did I, 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 think I distinctly did, yeah. remember us sitting on a sofa under a blanket all having a bit of jumbo in your old house Tom yeah yeah seven and a half percent I think it was or something along those lines yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. which was really great but <laughs> yeah I think so I was just trying to I picture the time I threw it under a blanket and now I'd like vividly remember it yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was uh, that was a fun one um, and yeah obviously we recorded podcasts around that but um, yeah that's that's a uh, kind of fond memory in terms of wild beer in terms of like their actual beers as well Millionaire what an absolutely extraordinary beer that was that was an absolutely fabulous beer one of my favourites um, I mean they, they, they did a whole great range but yeah Millionaire has got a, I think it stands out for me as uh, as one of my favourites of theirs yeah. what about you actually? I think for me there's, there's kind of there's two categories of it and I, I'm possibly sort of straying into some of Tom's territory here but there's there's the kind of everyday one, the sort of proper go-to, which is obviously Pogo. Mm-hmm. As, you know, just any time of... Well, I was going to say any time of day, any time of year. <laughs> any time of year, I, I would happily drink that one. Um, but the second category is kind of right up my Straza kind of beers, um, and that's Sleeping Lemons. They're, oh, um, fuck, yes. yes. Preserved lemon and salted goza. It, I mean, that was just one of those beers that you think... This is me. Like they, they've sort of, you know, they, they've done the little mood board when they're designing what beer they want, and it's just a picture of me on the board, <laughs> and they've made a beer for me. It's just amazing. You know, really sour, offset with that salt, beautiful, and um, you know that's that's one that I'll I'll really treasure. And again, that's that's sort of a memory. You know, I think that was the sort of first 
uh, as part of that first foray into the sort of sours and gozers and, and those kind of slightly more left field kind of things to us at the time. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think it was it was just a sort of eye-opening experience of this is what this kind of thing can be, you know, and um, just a sort of an awakening of that is me. That's what I want to be drinking all the time. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really sad. It's, um, you know, I think it, it, there's a huge amount of memories attached to a lot of these things. And, you know, I think this sort of thing does often act as a bit of a catalyst for for people to reminisce and for people to, I think, appreciate the the importance of these things in their lives. You know, a beer is at times a fleeting moment and a fleeting experience, but actually, like we've just done there, we've sort of triggered a memory that you won't have thought about for about three years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's it's almost kind of it's it's similar to like being an awake. You know, you. You have that moment of, right, what do we do now? And, and you just start talking to people about, remember when they did that? Remember when they fell off that table? Remember when they... Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you just start sort of bringing up all these kind of things. And I think for me, the, the takeaway for a lot of this stuff is, is about how do we, even in, even in the most parochial way possible how do you contribute to stopping this happening? And you, you contribute to stopping it happening by buying small, buying local, doing your bit. You know, if, if there are breweries out there that you think they're going to be up against it, even, you know, a few beers is going to help. It's not necessarily going to be the difference, but it it's going to maybe get them through the next month. It's going to yeah, maybe yeah. get them through the next brew. It's going to maybe get them next through the next whatever. So I think it's it's just that sort of appreciation that, you know, sometimes, yes, they are more expensive than something macro, they're more expensive than something a bit more easily available. But, you know, it is an experience and it is a memory and it is supporting, you know, small independent brewers to a certain extent who are doing something that they absolutely love, you know, and, and trying to make a livelihood out of it. So I think it's a case of everyone's feeling the pinch and so it's not possible to just go out and splurge on beers but I think that was the kind of galling thing about sorry I'm going wild little topic which I shouldn't do given no, that I, I sound fucking horrendous mm. but I think that was the galling thing about that that beer 52 piece wasn't it oh about yeah kind of, you know, God. pushing mm. themselves out there as we're a lot cheaper than all of this so you know just come and stick with us and yeah. we'll sort you out and obviously you know tangentially money is going to those brewers because clearly there's there's a kind of cut in in the bit somewhere but it's it's not the same as I've bought this direct from you you know you're getting 100% of my money rather than whatever 20% of beer 52's money so I think it's um, you know I think that was the thing that kind of stuck in my throat about that maybe that's why I sound like this <laughs> it's, um, you know I, I think it's it's, it's that thing of everyone is competing and we, we get that but I, I think for me the competition of we're just going to stick our foot on everyone else's heads to try and keep ourselves above water is it is not the most noble of arts even if it's you know desperate times no, desperate no measures. I, I can believe that like 
at a time when everyone's like putting together and you're seeing breweries like um you know I know there's collaborations have been around but it seems to be there's been like it feels like there's been a lot more collaborations I don't know, I don't know if that's just like I've just picked up on more than I thought but um you know breweries um pubs spas working together um but to like just basically stomp on something like people in the, your own industry <laughs> like that was just like you say it was hard to hard to swallow just sort of how like yeah. and the, the the excuse they gave was just you know oh uh head of head of my uh, like basically the bosses didn't see it so like, how the fuck have you not seen yeah that like how's was... that got even if it was like a private <laughs> even if it was like a outside marketing firm whatever like you've had a chance to read that how be... have you read that and gone yeah, yeah that's there's, fine there's got to be a governance process yeah um, you know, if, if, I, if I still had a subscription and I had I had four weeks spare to spend on the phone trying to cancel it and I, I would have gone through and tried to cancel it well Mark you're going to spend the next four weeks aren't you trying to cancel <laughs> yeah well I'd just like to say thanks Beer 52 for this world <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> absolutely hammering them but yeah cheers for the beer <laughs> <laughs> um, but don't worry we've shot to local for the others yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah no, I just thought this was apt for, for this but I think, I think just going again just sort of touching on the kind of some of the reasons why wild beer have gone I think well, certainly from like a personal point of view I think I have um, I feel like my beer journey and maybe my because um, I actually talked to Mark a bit before the podcast about kind of we felt a bit out of the loop don't we yeah yeah, we do. Uh, I, I, I certainly do. Yeah, feel like the loop of the current sort of scene and industry yeah. and stuff. And um, I think my journey stagnated a bit. Not necessarily because I sort of. I think I do think twice about whether I really need. Do I need to get yes. this can that's mm. even four or five quid? And like, you know, getting yeah, yeah. Um, other things going on. You just sort of think actually. Yeah, do I need to do that? And I have been guilty at times of like settling with some supermarket beer rather than yeah. like going to Harbour Stores or Duncan Murray's or whatever. Yeah. Obviously being out um, in the pubs and stuff, sort of still like, obviously been lucky enough to, to get an answer. Um, beer house to buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long. <laughs> so out of the loop. Because I read, I read Braybrook in your glass there, Mark, and I just said I have Braybrook but I knew it wasn't that, but I sort of wanted to, you know, you read something, a bit, you know, beer house. And, um, but yeah, I just feel like it's just, it has been a, a thing that sort of maybe stopped me getting something that's a bit more um, to branch out and and um, whether that's getting something online or, or whatever. So, um I'm sure that's the same for a lot, for a lot of people. Um, but I am, I'm going to, you know, um, I say I'm going to make conscious effort. I'm about to get into a period where I'm not going to drink any alcoholic <laughs> beers. Um, but I am going to, do you know, I've, I've been looking at sort of non-alcoholic versions, uh, of, like better ones out there and things I haven't tried. So I'm looking forward to that, actually. That's, yeah. a, that's a, another, another thing. But yeah, I don't know about you guys, whether you felt like um, sort of it's affected your drinking like, you, like personally um, or maybe your um, yeah like you say sort of access to beers or feeling out of the loop or whatever yeah yeah I mean I, I, I generally just felt 
for a little while a little bit out of the loop of everything um you know i don't check i don't check the twitter as often um as i probably should have our, our twitter that is um yeah I, I think this wild beer news was actually sort of the thing that's sort of made me had a look deeper into everything like that's going on on our twitter feed and just like what else is happening because like this, <clears throat> this has come out of the woodwork and now it's like well, actually how is everybody doing like it almost feels like yeah not that i've been putting my head in the sand but it just feels like i've been yeah just just a little bit distant from it for a little while while i've been doing other things like a lot of stuff you know life happens circumstances change things you know, different interests yeah hobbies, exactly yeah. yeah yeah i've been working on an album for the last year so yeah. that's kind of taken on my uh taken a lot of listen. my interest gonna have a listen to spotify yeah. listen to we'll put a track at the end of this episode oh shit yeah. <laughs> remember we used to do that <laughs> should probably do that yeah. oh we not do that have we not learned that from my own stuff how many tracks have you got on the album is it 13 12 12 so the next 12 podcasts every you should, do, you should <laughs> just do every <laughs> some, some of them aren't very good <laughs> <laughs> you put the two three that are good on yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. singles on there yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no yeah Sorry, that's, that's sort of taken up my sort of um time so yeah it's just a case of trying to dive back into it and i think obviously going to new york helped because that sort of reinvigorated my you know passion for all these different sort of beers and like oh yeah now i remember this and oh i've heard this being talked about so yeah let's dive on this and yeah it's kind of got me back into a way and you know in a weird way this wild beer news is sort of um in a weird way kind of catapult of my my journey back on, yeah, yeah. on track yeah. somewhat you know just um, I, I, sorry when I said track I just thought of Sonoma and I just thought oh, that's, oh. I missed that um, but um, <laughs> yeah so yeah it's it, it sort of put me back on track with it all and it's kind of yeah I've been reading the Twitter a bit more and kind of getting myself back into the loop somewhat but um, it's not the best news to to get yourself back on the loop with obviously but um yeah, no, it's it's just been it's 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 been difficult um, in that respect. But um, you haven't even said what your uh, what your favourite wild beer was, Tom. Oh yes, um, I don't want to rob you of that well, opportunity. Well, you guys robbed the ones I was going to say, anyway, but no, no, no. Um, I agree with most of what you said. Jambo was probably that is. Oh, I will say Jambo wasn't on the um, that we didn't share that one on that because we had the Jambo as part of one of our bico series there you go and funnily enough we had another wild beer as part of the first bico that we did we had the ninkazi nine percent uh nine percent beer so yeah we've had two wild beers there and we had a third we had the cool ship um when we did the other episode with yellow belly as well The, the like the last one that 62 number 62 so when we did the two yellow bellies Yes. Comparison. We yes. had the cool ship. Oh yeah, we did. With that as well. Yeah, 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 so yeah, they're the wild yeah, beers they're the wild beers I know that we've focused on the podcast. But yeah, sorry, I'm interrupting you again. That's quite right. <laughs> um so the other one I had that I quite highly rated was um their sour fruit sour redwood, um, which they the twenty eighteen version. And um I like that it was like a good level of sour, not too overpowering. Um and I had kind of dark fruit flavours and I've said here boozy red wine notes which sounds pretty good to me yeah. Um, so yeah that was that was obviously a bit of a standout and I, I, I guess sort of another one would be um, I wish a beer I kind of forgotten about was their, their pale ale 
came at five point five percent called Fresh. Fresh was nice. Um, yeah, I had that four. I rate that four. Um, Fan of Fresh. It's kind of one of those where I've obviously. So I think I did get like a a voucher or something for Wild Beer. I can't remember. I got a load of beers from them. I did. And, I got a big um, um, selection from them as well. I remember. I, I remember. I didn't like barely any of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really so stupid. I should have. So, so yeah, I think they're probably the two. And then I agree with you guys like Jumbo Mikasa. Um, what about Billy there? What about Bibble? Oh fuck yeah, Bibble. Bibble. That's, That's the one I was waiting what? for you to say. I didn't say it because I hadn't. It's not on my list. For some reason, I've not uh, checked it in. But I had Bibble. Um, because they had it on at Freemasons, and uh, and it was just it was tasting tasting amazing. But I don't I don't know if they've had it on since. That was, a, that was quite a few. That's months another ago. of those kind of any time go to. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. that's, in, that's yeah. in the kind of pogo. Okay? It's perfect. It's just like it was like post meal, like not not <laughs> the biggest like um, you know we're out with some like bunch of dads that really shouldn't have be having a late night. So it was like a perfect <laughs> beer. Like if we're gonna have a few few more after the meal. It was like the perfect. Perfect beer for that. So, yeah. And as far as Freemason offering goes, it's pretty good. So I think, you know, the the takeaway from all of that is if you're thinking about local breweries that you like and maybe you haven't been there for a while, you just need to think about them. Have I told you lately that I love you? (laughs) (laughs) And there we go. And on that flippant note. (laughs) And local breweries is a beautiful segue into the next section of the show. It is. You're going to go get us the... uh, (laughs) The Braybrook Smoke Lager, I imagine, you're going to, to go grab out of the fridge now? Yeah. He is indeed, yes. Oh, when was the last time we had a Braybrook on the show? Probably not that long ago, to be honest with you. Uh, um, well, it depends what you mean. It's probably not that long ago in terms of episodes. It's yeah, quite episodes, a long time ago. Sorry, um, in fact, episode number 60, we had the uh, Noble Pills. So that was the last time on the podcast that we had uh, we had a bit of Braybrook. But, Lovely. Um, yeah, it's not like I. Yeah, it's not like I don't want to talk about it. Uh, here we go. <laughs> so oh, this sort of this is a, a segment of the show that we kind of something new. Um, it's very much a work in progress because we we were trying to talk about it before the podcast and we yeah. weren't quite uh, sure don't what we're going to be doing. No, I, I think it's sounded really confident then. No, in what I think we're doing it, I think it's oh, going to be a really good really segment. I re- I really do. I just. I thought we would just say, you know, this is a work in progress. Okay. Yeah. It's oh, be great. Because right. we're, we're talking about Braybrook again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we want to, we wanna, I guess because of the stuff we're talking about, sort of well-being and stuff, we want to try and champion our local venues, breweries, um, bowl shops uh, a bit more. And that's not just here in Market Harbour, but... Um, further afield, Mark, you... All you, of you, Leicestershire. All of Leicestershire. <laughs> all of, well, as, much, as far as we can go with East Midlands as well. Exactly. Uh, Ashley, um, Nottingham. works a bit in Nottingham. You work a bit in Derby. We've got Northampton. Got Northampton as well. So, yeah, there's lots of places that we can, we can yeah. talk about and we want to try and champion a lot more. Um, so, we're going to kick off with our, one of our, you know, it's no secret, yeah. one of our favourite breweries, um, literally down the road, just outside... Market Harbour, and that is Braybrook Beer Company. Indeed. Um, and is is yeah. this is this an annual thing? Yeah, it's a seasonal. A few... Yeah, seasonal release. So they. It's... I thought we meant the segment. Then I was like, geez. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna get this one. Again, it depends. <laughs> yeah, it might just be once a year, depending <laughs> on how, how much we record. Um, yeah. So sorry. Yeah. So this is a seasonal, the seasonal smoked. Yes. Oh, and, you know, they they have been 
drastically different in terms of smoke level and flavour profile. And Do you remember the first one we had? First ah. one, you could smell it from about four feet away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not like nearly, smoky bacon. Nearly, yeah. And my mouth was just, it was... Yeah. You, you not smoke, on fire, you but like it was just like... Trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. Like, in a really yeah. good way. Yeah. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. It's there, isn't it? It's yeah, it is there. Such a, yeah. It is there. It's that kind really of the unique aroma. It's, it's a really kind of bonfirey. Yeah. It's kind of you know it's it's like it's literally a, a sort of case of that smell is. I've been sitting with a lager around the bonfire, right? <laughs> yeah. and it's just kind of absorbed, it's and my clothes such have a, absorbed the such smoke. Such a perfect and, autumnal, wintery. Yeah. It is a really beer, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, smell. beautiful smell. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous taste mm. on it as well. That smoky profile really goes into the taste as it's, well. It's, it's almost kind of savoury, isn't it? Mm, smoky. Yeah. yeah. It's almost kind of savoury. Again, it's that kind of bacony. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. It's, I don't know if it's because you put it in my head or not, but it's literally, sweetness, yeah. There's sweetness at the, at the very end. Yeah. It's like a maple. It's, just, it's, just, yeah, it's, it's like a maple bacon, isn't it? Yeah. Love that. Mm. Love that comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I think I haven't read the label. I think I heard on another podcast. Oh, well, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. There's no, a but peek behind the curtain. Let's have a look at the label. Okay, so um, <laughs> smoked lager is a homage to the traditional Rauch beer, Rauch beer, Reich beer, Rauch beer. One of those will be right. Yeah, Mark can just edit. A Bamberg in the region of Franconia, but the intense smoky flavour coming from the drying of the malt over a beechwood fire. We used a blend of four different kinds of malt to achieve deeper, a deep amber colour and a great balance between smokiness and sweetness. Um, we added German noble hops in the boil, fermented it with our house lager yeast and cold punish it for 45 days. The end result was a satisfying, rich, but balanced and drinkable beer, perfect for the colder autumn evenings. Yeah, now, no, I heard... Those no, noble hops. I, I heard love those noble hops. Luke on a podcast, Beer Prime, and I'm sure he mentioned that they put some maple syrup unless it's a different beer they were talking about <coughs> I think it was a, it might have been a collab with somebody oh, I else I wouldn't be surprised if it was this because there is a I think, I think I'm right I think it was a collab because yeah. I think he was talking about somebody that was Canadian they were working with and he oh that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense. don't want to stare at yeah, so yeah that makes sense might have but I kind of do get a, a, a more like a maple no, bacon it's, mm. it's a really it's a really good shout it's yeah. a really good shout because it's not a, it it's not a dominant smoky flavour. It's it's there mm. and it is it's it's prominent rather than dominant. So it's, it's so, it, that's lovely, that's isn't it? Great. That's that's exactly nice. it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Um, you know, it's it's there and it, it gives you that hit. I was going to say I would wear that on a t-shirt, but that would probably give people the wrong idea about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, there's, there's my Christmas idea for you. Absolutely sort of. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's not make that an MBB t-shirt. Go to, uh, yeah, mbb.store.com <laughs> for your prominent, not dominant Alongside your mouth pucker sucker beanies, <laughs> um, so but no, but I think you know that that hint of sweetness is is kind of necessary, you know, because I think the smoky flavour is is the kind of thing that not only can it get samey, it can get quite unpleasant if it's the only thing there, you know. It if, if all you're getting is while, yeah, yeah, if all you're getting is smoke, then it is sort of 
ashtray vibes but i think that sweetness sort of cuts through it at the end and it's it's that kind of drinkability thing again of like I want that. I want yeah. that contrasting thing to happen in my mouth again to go from smoky to sweet. Almost calms it down in a way, doesn't it? And that's yeah. the that's almost like the the MO of Braybrook, isn't it? It's like drinkability. Yeah. Like all their beers are just you could have bottles and bottles and bottles of pints and pints and pints of each beer. Like, okay, maybe some of their smoke beers, like even now maybe you wouldn't have you might have a couple of bottles, but it's still drinkable though, isn't it? It's all that yeah. drinkability of that style yeah. of beer. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think that's always what they've... It's always really hard when you have a pint of it. Wherever you are, beer house, or you have a bottle of it, you just sort of go, I want that again. Um, and, you know, the board, the beer house, have you struggle to stay in the same thing. But yeah. it's like one of those, you just go, oh, God, I could just have another, you know, another Keller, another session. Obviously, we, we adored the session when it was on draft, like, at beer house and stuff. So, yeah, drinkability is, is there. So yes. for those that don't know much about Braybrook, where have you been? Um, where have you been? Yeah, yeah. So they're they're based um, in little village Braybrook outside Micah Harbour on Braybrook Farm, which was Luke's family's farm. Um, they had a an unused kind of grain store, I think. They uh, they built the brewery in, um, and they they got they had quite heavy links with Mao's um, Brow in Germany, in Bamberg. Yeah. Um, they sort of the guy there mentored them I think um, can, I, can I just uh, I just want to say um, I know I've said this before in the past when we've talked about Braybrook I just want to dip this in the bud right now they are in Northamptonshire they are, are in not a Leicestershire brewery like people say they are a Northamptonshire based yeah. brewery just because they're right next to Harbour obviously Harbour's right on the border of it is yeah. Of it. yeah I see so many people call them a Leicestershire brewery it's like no no. <laughs> well, it's like, do you know we're in Northamptonshire now? Did you know that, Mark? In East London? I didn't know that. Yeah, we are, Northamptonshire. Oh, yeah. wait, wow. Yeah. Oh, I feel, yeah. No, um, you're over the border. Yeah, that makes um, me feel nice. Anyway. Um, um, sorry, yes. So no, that's that, okay. That, so, yeah, yeah, so I think they've, they've had, you know, um, basically just, like, from, from day one, smashing out those, their, yes. their lagers. Um, I think core range-wise, they have a session lager. A session is a Keller. Yeah. Hills, yeah. um, Hellers, Hellers, yeah, and they've sort of done like a barbecue Hellers recently, um, and you know they, they, they've they've not been afraid to experiment. I think they they have done a Goza once. Yeah, I think that we, was we had the Goza. Yeah, we had those, yeah, beautiful. We had um, that. I think that we had that on the podcast with them. With them, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. We um, did. Yes, it was lovely. And what's great is you know they had a long-standing brewer um, who who moved on, and the guy that's come in has just sort of carried it on. I think he's like. Maybe some of the beers they're bringing out, he's put his own stamp on them and some of the collaborations, yeah. but it's they continue to go from strength to strength. Exactly. And um, I mean, again, we can talk about some of our favourite beers from them, but I just wanted to run you through. Like, I feel like locally, they're probably the most sort of, well, seem like one of the most successful breweries around at the moment, it's, and also the most kind of um, enterprising. Uh, they don't just collaborate with breweries they collaborated with chefs um i didn't i meant to find that guy's name uh, <laughs> i think that was the goes that they collaborated with him because yeah. he like had the idea of like the pine needles and stuff so real quick list they've collaborated with verdant daya lost and grounded don zoco thornbridge <laughs> movie sound mondo <laughs> standard bruco 
um, Sleeping Village from Norway and Crack in Italy. And actually, we're quite big fans of Crack. We had you. <laughs> 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 you <can't laughs> <raise that. laughs> that's very Moorish, isn't it? Very Moorish. Yeah, no, um, that's. Um, I, that's the one I discovered and I like, absolutely adore and I got yeah. you guys it for uh, for Christmas. Yeah. Um unreal brewery. So so good. I need some <laughs> I need some more crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> they crack. Um, Turn in the super hands. <laughs> so you know, what a, a comprehensive list there and you know they've done some I think was it the big lager with Lost in Round and Don Zoko. Was it called Big Lager? Uh, it was um, Either way, that's superb. Yeah. Was Donzoko the fest beer? A fest beer with Donzoko. Um, they're lost and grounded. Um, can't remember what beer they did with them, but that was really good. I think they did Italian pills with Verdant. So, yeah, just um, just some superb, superb beers. And actually, I did like the one they did with Beaver Town, the Honey Marzen. It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty sweet. Um, but they were also kind of, they sort of, because they've got those links in London uh, you know they they do some collaborations with restaurants and I think actually we've kind of t- you know we, we've recorded again if you don't know go and listen back to them we've recorded twice with Braybrook way back <coughs> kind of when they first started really yeah. and then sort of a year sort of a late, couple of years later and sort of in lockdown didn't we exactly yes. over Zoom um, they kind of alluded to like the simple style of their labels and um, how they kind of suited for sort of Restaurants aren't they? That kind yes. of it's a nice looking bottle, <coughs> yeah, you know, in terms of things you see that on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their own restaurant, uh, 10 Greek Street, yeah, they got in London. Um, so the couple of collaborations that are quite notable Third Man Records, who is that is Jack, Jack White's um record label, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's his label, or, I will say. Is it, it's a label, isn't it? Not yeah, shot, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got both, yeah. yeah. So again, they've, they've done some, some beers with them. Um, and recently, actually, I didn't I didn't realise this. They they had a big um, they've done with uh, Anthelios, which is a social enterprise. Uh, they did a black lager with them, and they repurposed bread. Um, I that. remember that. Um, um, I remember seeing stuff it's about fairly that. recent. I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure, but again, you know, again, just a very um, different way of going about things, really. Uh, Brad Carter was the That's chef. That's the one. Yeah, looking yeah, for. Yeah. Michelin starred chef. Yeah, and I think you know that the, the whole kind of ethos that we picked up right from from minute one when we turned up on that farm to record with with Luca Mario the first time when we couldn't <coughs> find it. I'm about to say when you eventually got there, yeah, <laughs> we eventually yeah. got there. Our taxi driver could not was, find it. Was just the attention to detail. You know, it's mm. it it felt as though it was a continuation of tradition, even though it was hundreds of miles away from Bavaria. Yeah, yeah, hundreds of miles away from where that tradition has started, but absolutely laser focused on continuing that tradition and building on it and being part of it. And, you know, I think their beers are a testament to that. It's that absolute, this is what we're here to do. We're here to make the very best lagers that we possibly can. We're not going to go off and do IPAs here and all these sorts of things over there. We're going to do lagers. We're going to do bloody good ones. And we're going to sort of riff on that. And I think, you know, their, their success is sort of testament to that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, 
we're just incredibly fortunate to have them so close exactly and it, that's been one of my favourite parts of the, uh, of the kind of podcast experience for us is seeing their growth since we started the podcast <coughs> as well since we launched them <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that you know we, uh, we may bravery but uh, you know. but the invoice is in the post yeah exactly uh, <laughs> but uh, no yeah as I say that's just been one of my favourite parts is just seeing their growth how, they, how, um, how much they've grown yeah um, over amazing. the last five years or so it's been absolutely fantastic yeah really pleased for them yeah it's yeah and this is this is what this segment's really going to be about is like championing <coughs> championing these local things and obviously we wanted to start with Braybrook one because we had the Braybrook on us tonight so we just thought yeah. it'd be a lot easier just to I know we talk about Braybrook well, I did really time. want the smoke lager exactly yeah. We, yeah we always talk about them but there's a reason we always talk about them it's because they're just so fucking great um <coughs> And yeah, so yeah, this is going to kind of start a, a regular thing of us championing this. It's something that we we tend to do anyway. Is like we we do put some sort of some kind of focus on local, but we'd like to really hone in on it a little bit more. And uh, you know, as I say, with what happened with Wild Beer and everything, I think it's good to you know really yeah really uh, highlight these local pe- local um, bars and uh, and breweries that that mean so much to us. And it's, you know, it's, it's always the case that someone happens to be listening, you know, one of the 6.5 people that listen <laughs> to, to an episode. But, you know, if we talk about a bar that we really like in Derby, a bar that we really like in Nottingham, a bar that we really like in whatever, um, you, you know, if you happen to be going there for, for work or to see family or whatever, then it's it's an opportunity to say well here's a cool place and you know yeah. we do it all the time if we're going somewhere you guys have been to Edinburgh and you've gone down to Bristol and all these kind of things and the first thing you do is throw it out on Twitter and say right where do I need to go yeah. and this is just a little sort of nod to that to say well you know we're very fortunate to have some incredible breweries and some incredible beer venues as everyone is yeah. to their own extent but Here's some of ours. Exactly. And if you find yourself in the area, go here. We have, we have been asked. Spoons. We have been yeah. asked a couple of times. Like I know I've been asked about Nottingham. You know, yeah. Like where's the best place to go here? So. And Leicester yeah. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. Uh, we have got some knowledge of, of places. Yeah, but I think I mean there's there's still a, a a call to arms for anyone that does listen. You know, what are your favourite places in the East Midlands? What are the places that yeah. you want us to focus on? Because actually. We're by no means the experts. No, we've probably not even touched on... Yeah, there's there's a lot we've probably not touched on in in terms of East Midlands places that are probably absolutely... Especially Northamptonshire as well. I'd definitely like to kind of look look around Northampton. Yeah, I think Northamptonshire, like, it's been more... It's been more pubs, really, that we probably know a bit more about sort of Northamptonshire-wise, just growing up and also just going back there, but... um, I mean, yeah, Braybrook, Free Hills, um, Boot Town... We, you know, we featured them on there, but actually, like, yeah, really yeah. sort of getting to getting to know them a bit it's, better. It's probably, good yeah, breweries would probably highlight yeah. moving forward. Yeah. So, just to, to, I guess, to cap off this conversation is, have you got? Can you highlight your your, your favourite beer, Braybrook? Or <sighs> I'm really, you know, testing you out here. The problem is, I don't want to say session because it feels so basic. But I mean, they just, it is such an immaculate lager, like. I've got no qualms whatsoever about saying the session, yeah. mm. because it's it, it, no, it's it's, it's, it's the most drinkable beer I think I've ever had in my life. Yeah, but I also do love the Keller. Like, 
Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's the session. I think it, you know, it, in terms of, it, it's not, it's not wacky flavours, it's not some wacky thing, it's not some novelty thing, but, you know, taking those two words in isolation, session and lager, it absolutely nails both of them to an extent that it's difficult to explain unless you had it. Yeah. You know, it's beautifully, I don't know, we're not supposed to use words like crisp and dry. <laughs> We've got okay, a bit of a yeah. turn off. But, you know, it is all of those things. It's everything you expect a lager to be in such a way that you get to the end of it and you think, yep, let's have another eight of those. Oh, I will give a special shout out to Smash My Bot because it is fucking terrific. And there's Smash your Bot. Smash My Bot. Smash My Bot. I suppose in, in some ways that comes back to the, the sort of experiential part of it because, you know, I have a vivid memory of being in the beer house, seeing Mario rock up with a keg, <laughs> getting sort of big cheer as he comes in about 45 minutes late. <laughs> sticks it on the thing and, and taps it you know it's like watching the sort of Bayern Munich players when they get to the end of the season like tapping these big kegs and <laughs> you know it's that sort of whole visceral experience of this guy's literally opening this right now yeah yeah, yeah. he's got a big brass tap on it and he's sort of pouring it all out it's frothy and everywhere and you know just like chucking these glasses out to everybody and you think that's so much more than just with Pull the yeah, pump yeah, and out yeah, comes yeah. the beer. You know, it's a whole different level of sort of experience and, and involvement. You know, it's there's a sort of a sense of community about that kind of thing. So so yeah, the Smash My Buck will always have a, a sort of special place in my heart for that that moment, that sort of feeling yeah. of being there and thinking, you know, that beer's only gonna be there for about an hour because literally everyone <laughs> yeah. in this place has gone straight for it. So I'm going to have to quickly sort of get in this and, and have some and then it's gone and we might see it again next year maybe mm. you know it's that's the thing isn't it yeah, yeah. <clears throat> stuff like that's great and that you know, that's the kind of thing that we are sort of uniquely placed to experience because they're not going to be going off and going up to Stoke or going over to Glasgow or going to Cardiff and bringing a keg and tapping it live they're going to do that thing in the really good place that's 15 minutes away from where they brew it yeah so we so did the same with this this smoked lager for uh, and a quick shout out to Beer House who uh, turned 8 years old happy uh, birthday uh, happy birthday to Beer House um, so yeah I think they did the same thing for that and yeah I'm, I'm sure it was the same hoo-ha around it which what 45 minutes late possibly <laughs> yeah but yeah I think I was there I was uh, was I there as well I think so um, yeah uh, so yeah I know I, I can't remember which one I was there for because I'm sure there's another yeah. one but um we were yeah. we were there for it wasn't for a, like a tapping but we <laughs> were there I think when they had the Mars Brawl stuff on oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we did, yeah, we did do that that was sensational yeah. well, I think my I think I do yeah the Session Lager I do love the Hellers um but I think again I think if I go with sort of Ashley's kind of um your theme there about like the kind of the moment being there and stuff. Um, the Harvest Fest beer um, was amazing. Uh, it's their, their Marzen. So actually, I, I mentioned the, the Marzen, Honey Marzen with Beaver Town, but that was, that was again, shit on this. Um, <laughs> nice beer still. But this this was just, um, it was amazing. But again, it was just that kind of, because um, I went to the, um, 
to their Harvest Fest uh, in 2021, I think it was. Yeah, it must have been. Last year. Um, it was just the atmosphere, I think, you know, the atmosphere of it, family friendly, sun was beating down, um, and just, I like, found a lovely spot under the trees on some hay bales, and you just like, well, this is just, it doesn't get any better. Mm. Um, and just a lovely beer. And I think I even ha- I had it at a um, beer house as well. So, yeah, cracking beer. And I think that's one, like, I'll always, um, I think I had this year's, actually. I haven't checked it in. Um, but again, just tasted amazing. So, yeah. that's one I'll always, like, one of their seasonal ones I'll always look out for as well. So, yeah, yeah cracking. Right, do you want to have my little... I, I'm just going to put a little disclaimer on this. Um, oh. And let me do that after I reveal it. Okay. So, because yeah, we're about to find if out. I think give, if I do this game now, we're trying to give it away. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we're about to have Tom's secret beer. Go so, on, shut your eyes. We're, oh, we're going sh- to close our eyes here. This is great podcast uh, material for us. <laughs> I think. Shut um, our eyes. I saw this and just thought it's, it's a bit novel. I think it's, it's kind of funny. And I think you're, you're both fans of this ingredient. Um, so if you'd like to open your eyes now. Oh, wow. Oh, hello. What the fuck? <laughs> so I've shown the guys a Yorkshire pudding beer. Um, it's made of real Yorkshire puddings, and it's by the Yorkshire Pudding Beer Brewery. And they were the winner of uh, Audi's The Next Big Thing. So it is, I know we've, we've, we've bashed on about local for the last hour yeah but i saw this in audi and thought fucking hell i've got we've got to try this <laughs> uh, i think my disclaimer is actually um after the last gluten the last episode <laughs> <laughs> it's got all the gluten so um maybe just a, a little a little taste of well you or let's can, let's hope yeah. these this yorkshire pudding beer rises to the occasion <laughs> This is not a beer to make Yorkshire puddings with. It's Yorkshire pudding beer. There you go. <laughs> They've clearly stated that. The first and original Yorkshire pudding beer made in the foothills of the North Yorkshire Moors. We get our Yorkshire puddings from our friends at the Real Yorkshire Pudding Co. in Doncaster. <laughs> now, when you say something and it just yeah. loses all meaning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure this is what you're saying because all I can hear is Yorkshire pudding. Each 500 milliliter bottle of beer contains approximately half of a Yorkshire pudding. Half? Hang on, that's uh, based on a 20 gram Yorkshire pudding. That is. Just a little start. 20 gram. I can't picture a 20 gram Yorkshire pudding. The beer is soft and smooth with a hint of creaminess at the back end of the beer. So let's see if we can taste that. Here cool. you go. Presumably there's no chunks. <laughs> <laughs> I, would there be a problem? If, <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. He's so excited. Wow. I mean, don't get me wrong, I bloody love a Yorkshire pudding. Oh yeah, 100%. Beautiful uh, thing. They're, they're it's potentially... one of the things you, uh, you can't give up. Do you have any gravy? A <laughs> few <laughs> <laughs> roasties kicking around. Yeah. You can dip in. No, I, that's that's it. It's it's one of the things. <coughs> Yorkshire puddings are are one of those things. That, as a uh, a newly crowned celiac, um, I'm, I'm going to find I'm going to find most difficult. And in fact, you know, I'll be completely honest. I have had. Yorkshire puddings on at least three occasions since being diagnosed. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I'm potentially the world's worst celiac. But 
Uh, they're just great. They they're just amazing. absolutely superb. Yeah. You know, whether you're having them with a roast, whether you're using them for toting the hole, whether you're using them for just whatever you want. You know, you've seen those wraps at like, I think Winter Wonderland, they're doing like uh, Yorkshire pudding wraps where you get a massive one and they put like roast meat and potatoes and stuff and wrap the Yorkshire pudding around it. That looks lovely. Yeah, that does sound yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I've just had a whiff of that and that, yeah, you've just poured a Yorkshire pudding in my, in my glass. <laughs> my God, that actually really... Right. Really, oh, yeah. Sorry, right. cheers. Cheers then, guys. Cheers. It's kind of like... It's sort of... Hazy-ish, like quite dark. Yeah, or dark, but like can't really. Yeah. Or darker amber side, I guess. Like, yeah, bronze. Yeah. Does I don't know if I'm just saying it, but this sort of smell bready, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Like the first whiff I got of it is just yeah, really felt like it. It is quite yeah. It's quite yeasty. So they were so just I've just looked at their Twitter and um, they're located in Malton. Um, and uh, they were winner of his next best thing on Channel 4 I didn't oh. realise that was a no I didn't know that was a thing a show um, oh well, spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen, <laughs> haven't seen the final yet sorry um, <laughs> actually they, it looks like here they've got a um, they've got a can the Yorkshire Pud Pale that's a collaboration with Somebody can't see. <laughs> yeah, really annoying. Uh, so I'll look at that in a minute. But yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. How, how's it tasting? Less like. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I wasn't exactly expecting it to just be exactly like a Yorkshire pudding, but I'm trying to pin, I'm trying to pin down what. There's a kind of mouthfeel <clears throat> element for me once it's once it's down. There's a kind of coaty, sort of almost lactosey kind of vibe. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I, I I get it as as being a little ready, a little malty. It, it it you know it doesn't, but I think it benefits for not tasting like a Yorkshire pudding because yeah. I think that, you know it's not a complete novelty. You know, it's not like they've just decided, let's do Christmas dinner beer. We're going to put sage and onion and <laughs> pigs in blankets in it. Cram- you know, it's, not, <clears throat> it's not a complete novelty. I think it, it adds something in the same way. You know, you were talking about beers made with reclaimed bread and stuff like that. You probably get similar but subtly different characteristics from the fact that it is that mixture of milk and egg and flour. And, <clears throat> and so it gives it a... a a character and it gives it a body. Yeah, they, they do. It does say it's obviously the Yorkshire pudding. Um, so water, malted barley, wheat, Yorkshire pudding, wheat flour. So it's wheat flour, calcium carbonate, iron, niacin, theamin, skin milk, free range egg, white, free range whole egg, maybe still so hops yeast. So obviously that is still that's where I guess that is lactose <coughs> is coming from the, the yeah. ultra pudding and those bready qualities I guess um, I think but you know <coughs> sort of reflecting on what you said about the, the, it containing 20 grams of Yorkshire pudding or something you know for, for a 500ml bottle which is I think equivalent to 500 grams 20 grams of Yorkshire pudding you, you're talking about what's my maths 
Oh, shit. <laughs> can't do maths anymore. <laughs> can't do maths anymore. Was that 4%? You're talking about 4% of the beer. So it's, it's like, you know, if, if 4% of the beer was, was peach, if 4% of the beer was lemon, if 4% of the beer was orange, how much would you really be expecting to get that? Would it be a, a side note? Would it be a kind of a characteristic rather than a flavour? And I think that's where we're at with this. You know, the Yorkshire pudding, it, it <coughs> like I say, it sounds like it should be a novelty, but I think it, it is serving a purpose in terms of mouthfeel and body and that maltiness. It's not there to be a beer that tastes like a Yorkshire pudding, because I think then it would be one of those things that you would have once and go, well, fuck that, never again. <laughs> Whereas this is actually... A, quite pleasant actually very yeah. pleasant beer <clears throat> yeah you if you weren't yeah. told yeah. you wouldn't know you'd just be like oh it's got like you know multi bready qualities but actually I think it's got quite a nice sort of bitterness at the end of it as well it's yeah. like a you know, I actually take away the fact that it's a Yorkshire pudding beer yeah like there's some quite I'm nice like drinking it bready completely... like bitterness there's like a little bit of there's a bit of like citrusy <laughs> kind of a slight kind of yeah. like hoppiness there so it's not just like all like malt bread like you know drinking it I, I completely for a second I'd completely forgotten it was supposed to be like a Yorkshire pudding beer it just felt yeah. very pleasant can I can I just go through some of the uh, so Malton Brewery actually have quite a lot of beers so it's it it not just like there even though it says um, Yorkshire pudding beer brewery it's Malton well according to Untapped anyway it's Malton Brewery who are brewing it um, they've got a heritage bitter They've got a Brexit ale, which is interesting. Um, uh, a Yorkshire Pale Ale, a Yorkshire Country Ale, and 1767 Heritage Ale, a Fruit Punch IPA, which is kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden they've got Fruit Punch. Yeah. Um, and then they've got a couple of bitters. They have a lager, an apple pale ale, a Yorkshire pudding porter. <coughs> Quite interesting. And then um, two two more names that, that crack me up. This is all in capitals. Ripon, the biggest little city in Britain, Yorkshire IPA ale. <laughs> <laughs> IPA ale? <laughs> India Pale Ale. Ale ale. Um, they've got a tour to Yorkshire Best Bitter and then they've got a Leave Pale Remain Bitter. Right. right. <laughs> I feel like we're getting we're getting a sense of yeah. we're getting a sense of, you know, let's let's try and keep politics out of beer. You know, I, I think we were all very reserved in not making a comment about the Brexit pale. I was inclined to say that you order a pint and you get a third. But <laughs> I was gonna ask, was it a soft ale? <laughs> Come on. Pale means pale. <laughs> so I think you know, it's um I know that's 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 interesting. Um I've got a feeling that I might have caught the tail end of this on Channel 4 now, looking right. at it. Whether it was this one, I, I remember, because I'm looking at all the winners of them, and I do remember the chocolates one, because it was on just before Taskmaster, I think. Right. I think it was like <coughs> 8, 8. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, but, um, yeah, so there was, yeah, these 10... <laughs> I really That's remember... That's a spoiler. No, oh, no, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> No, Taskmaster. Just spoiled the winner. Um, no, no, no. They're, they're, yeah, they're just going through all the things. But um, 
Yeah, no, I, re- I recognise those, those, and yeah. I don't know whether I might have caught the tail end of this as well, because there was a beer being yeah. focused on there, so... <laughs> so I think, yeah. I think the reason they're going the Brexit ale route, because they, it says here that it's half pale, half bitter. Right. And the, the, actually, I just saw a label, and it said, leave, what was it? Leave, leave pale, pale or remain bitter, bitter. you decide <clears throat> so I don't know whether they're trying because they've obviously done a beer it's a bit like oh it's kind of a pale it's kind of a bitter or is, like, is it 52% is it, pale <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but I think but so I don't know whether they, they're just trying to use the Brexit as a like um, oh it's a Brexit it's a referendum between pale ale and bitter by mixing like, them together yeah um, they've only been going since 2019, so this str- isn't even a like a way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, interesting. One. It is interesting. I, you know, that so that as a decision, and I think to an extent the Yorkshire pudding thing to a decision feels to me <coughs> as though it's a decision driven by getting traffic rather than a decision made by we want to make a Yorkshire pudding beer for any reason other than people to talk about it. Yeah. Have you got the yeah, description so, here? So it says here, in, in the, again, I'm going on about the Brexit ale, uh, that it's, it's brewed with champagne yeast, which is interesting, um, but it's... Probably can't get that anymore, can you? Carefully <laughs> blended with 52% of Yorkshire pale ale. Oh, there we go, yeah. And 48 of our Yorkshire bitter. Right, so... so well, hang on, so there's done 52 on. pale and 48... So uh, the way I was reading it was that the pale was the... Rem- was the no, pale is leave. Pale is leave and yeah, yeah pale leave pale remain bitter right which really, feels yeah. like a very political statement yeah and yeah. also if I'm stereotyping <laughs> feels like I would it say could leave, be the other way around I would describe leave as stout <laughs> wait I love stout or <laughs> sour but now we're getting into politics yeah. so let's not do that <laughs> but um, yeah in, in the truth like you say um talking point isn't it like the, like the Yorkshire pudding beer it's as you alluded to it's sort of yeah. minimal Yorkshire pudding really yeah. but it's a way of kind of going oh, it look is. It, it's very different it's yeah. very you know, I've bought it I've bought, it's worked because I saw it on the shelf and thought fucking yeah, that's that, funny that's exactly novelty that's, yeah. Yeah, so it's done its purpose and I think yeah. you know look, look I won't lie to you I've been looking to try and find a segue to talk about Brewdog for, for the entire time <laughs> I think this is my wine okay go for it because you know the like I say, this is a decision driven by it's a thing people will talk about and you'll yeah, And then yeah. when you realise, actually, it tastes all right, then you'll go back to it. If it was one of those that it tastes like Yorkshire pudding batter, yeah. then you'd be like, well, okay, well, I've spent my four quid on that, never doing that again. That would be like the vodka beer that my mum gave me one Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just thought, well, that's so good for a novice, I'll never drink that ever again. It's absolutely, absolutely disgusting. Um, but I think, you know, that, that concept of our marketing is is just getting people to talk about us. That's straight from the Brewdog playbook, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. their MO, is it doesn't matter what the net result is, people are talking about it. And so this whole thing of the Advertising Standards Agency, um, or authority, maybe, upholding a complaint about the, I think it was an email that they sent around about their Hazy Jane passion fruit, describing it as one of your five a day the purpose of that was not you know the email was not really the campaign 
the press coverage of Brewdog slammed for ridiculous claim. Brewdog, bad boys of beer are at it again. Rah, rah. You know, the fact that they were on BBC News with this thing, they were on Radio One News, they were all over the place. And if they'd just sent that email out to say, hey, we've released this new passion fruit, Hazy Jane, it's pretty good, you'll like it, then the people that get that email will talk about it and think about yeah. maybe buying it. But now suddenly it's yeah, I, bad I, boys of beer are out and they're getting shut down by the man at the advertising stage at the standards. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet that literally said, just went, they got their one, they're on BBC News. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, literally it's, had an article on BBC News about it. It's just, uh, we're talking, about, I mean, we're a lot less, we're less, less of a media yeah. empire than BBC. Yeah, but another set of people are, t- yeah, are talking, talking about listening about it, about it. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's that classic thing of the, the advertising is not the advertising. The reaction to the advertising is the advertising. And if you're, if you are the conversation on Twitter, then it's, it's a value that's so much beyond what you, you pay for actually getting that email out in the first place. So it's a conscious decision to say, look, if we put this as one of your five a day, it's going to piss people off because it patently isn't. And everyone knows that it isn't. All we need is someone to complain. If you were being really cynical about it, you could say it might even have been someone from within BrewDog that lodged a complaint to say, well, let's get it going. Because obviously the ASA are going to shut it down. I feel like like that... (coughs) That's touched upon in the documentary and the podcast series. I'm sure they complained about themselves. I'm sure that did happen. Probably did. Here we go. I'm going to get a fucking letter from James. James he what? should. He should not be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <All> saying. Right. <laughs> You're going to sue me. It's <laughs> obviously listening to the podcast. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Many moons ago. I'm sure it happened. Sure there was a wise plan. man on this podcast who said that we should sell out um, at one point. Good idea. Um, yeah, good idea. Uh, yeah. you know, and and to, to sort of... It was praising Katie Hopkins <laughs> in the same breath. But also, you know, bring, to bring that all to a close. Uh, <laughs> and to move Swiftly, on. Yeah. Move on, move on. Um, enormous, based on um, Tom talking about the, the documentary and the podcast series, um, both of which are brilliant. They are very good. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, the Good Ship Brewdog. Good Ship Brewdog, yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolute shout out and uh, complete kudos to Melissa Cole's appearance in that, where she absolutely just tears him <laughs> a new one in the most scathing way. It's magic, isn't it? It's so good. And you know, the first time I heard that, I think I was it was over the summer, and I was like hanging the washing up, had my headphones in, listening to that, and I just like he stopped what I was doing. I thought, well, I need to rewind a minute and listen to that again because it was just like this most brutal takedown. It's like Mortal Kombat finishing. It's <laughs> 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 just superb. What a perfectly articulated yeah. um, and, you know, completely factual takedown of someone that just causes a stink for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's that sort of thing of like, as soon as I listen to that podcast and watch the documentary, it's like, well, I kind of wasn't drinking Brewdog anyway, but I'm definitely not now. And I've definitely been in a position where I've picked other beers that maybe I don't like as much because, um, yeah, because of the offerings brewed on. I'm not having that, and I've I have actually like really recently. I was in uh, in a I was out with cricket guys. Some of the guys were having Hazy Jane, and I was like, um, "Do you want like I think guys at the bar do you want the same?" 
what you have in Hayes Jane, absolutely not. Why not? Brewdog and like, a bunch of videos. And I look, it was really why, they know I do a podcast and stuff, it was really why I showed my yeah. geekness and was like, mm-hmm. this is why I don't drink it. And they're like, right, okay. But I think, like, it's that sort of thing, isn't it? I'm like, how can anyone drink Brewdog after, like, a lot of stuff they've done and not, you know, that's on the, on the podcast, on the documentary. But then again, it's like, yeah, maybe the average drinker isn't, they're not watching that but it's because it's not, it's not, they're not getting, they're like, oh yeah, they're, they're probably not even bothering to watch it. So they don't know, they don't know these things no, going you're, on. You're right. Wide. But I think there's also, you know, an extension of that would be, why are we engaging with and enjoying the World Cup in Qatar, mm. knowing everything that's gone into that? Yeah. You know, so there is an element yeah. of sometimes even if I know, I just sort of park it and oh. say, yeah, but it's the World Cup. And mm. you know, other people would be like, yeah, but it's punk. You know, yeah, I love exactly. punk IPA. So I, I completely get it. And it's one of those things where it's like, look, we completely understand that nobody cares that we're not drinking Brewdog as a point <laughs> principle. No one gives a fuck. That's okay. But we can still choose to do it. So, you know, it, there's, there's no credibility or kudos in choosing not to drink them it's it's personal preference and you know there's no ill will for anyone that continues to drink them because oh yeah it's wasn't really, like, really good I just like walk away from it like right. but it's <laughs> but it's just sort of if I can try and just go actually it's because these they've done these things maybe they'll think twice they probably won't but at least they've got a bit more exposure to yeah. to it. Me just being a geek for a couple of minutes. But also, it is the season, and uh, I am fairly sure that at some point over the Christmas period, I will. Oh, be we will all a be box. gifted. Yeah, 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 yeah. we will all get a box of punk. Yeah. yeah oh, he likes yeah. craft. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the World Cup reference is a, a fantastic segue. Well, yeah, we've got a Qatari into, beer coming up, have you? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, into, too soon. Yeah. Into a little quiz I've got for you. Oh, that's interesting. Which I haven't thought of a name of, so... Okay. Can we just have a final wrap-up of the it's Yorkshire? It's a shit quiz. Have you, have, you, have you enjoyed your Yorkshire pudding experience? Do you know what? It's gone down, it's gone down well. I think it's like... Again, I've just totally forgotten that that's what it was, and it was just a very enjoyable... We've had it quite... I've realised we've had it quite cold as well. So I don't know if that's sort Does of... Does it need to be 200 degrees? <laughs> <laughs> 200 degrees for 25 minutes. <laughs> it, did say, it said 12 degrees in the back here. Okay. So I think we had it a bit cold. Um, yeah, it, like I said, su- surprising how well it tasted. I yeah. think by the end for me, like, n- again, not a negative thing, but it just felt like just another, like, traditional beer. Yeah. Yep. Like, regional beer, as you call it. But night, like, good, nice. Yeah. But I don't think I... But that, yeah, that... I'm not sure. As Ashley and... said, that kind of what takes it away from the novelty of it a little bit. I and think that just makes it, it an enjoyable we, bit. We, we, were, we were having a conversation largely without thinking about it. Yeah. And, you know, we were all drinking it, we were all quite happily chugging away, but none of us were sort of, you know, it's not one of those things where, right, Tom's talking, I'm going to have a little sip, and then after having a sip, I think, fuck me, that's lovely. What did Tom say? You know, <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah. it's, it was, it was good, it was fine. Good casual, good. yeah. You would never know that there was a Yorkshire pudding in it. You no. would never know that 4% of that beer was Yorkshire. No, no. unless you were absolutely, like, <clears throat> And that's fine. Yeah. I would, I would much rather it be that way mm-hmm. than us be chewing our way to something <laughs> yeah. that's fifty percent pud. Yeah, yeah, we're just having to sort of, you know. And I'm sure it wouldn't have won Aldi's next big thing if that was the case. No, well. agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, fine. Yeah, find yourself in Aldi. Pick it up. 
Yeah, I think it's it's quite limited. So um, yeah, get it get it while you can. Yeah. And get right. It, yeah. Shall we? All the other winners that I won't spoil. The next <laughs> bit. Yes. Which yeah. is our part of our, Can I can I just say something about this by the way? So I kind of had the idea about this aged. Yeah. Series mm. of sort of not series, but like having a segment where we try and have an aged beer every. So I think I've been a victim of like unconscious bias or unconscious sort of... I was listening to... And by the way, we've not mentioned them yet. I don't think. Did we mention them last time? I don't think we did. Uh, is Beer Longing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Steve, um, Steve, Rob and Mark. Uh, obviously the, the kind of um, next <coughs> iteration of the Beer Longing. Um, beer Longing. Um, fantastic if you're not listening I think they're three episodes in now three or four episodes in um, so I was listening to the recent, most recent one and they've got a segment near the end where they pull something out of their cellar so it's generally an aged beer yeah and so even I when they like change formats you have managed you're still ripping them off so I'm still <laughs> ripping them off uh, so but I think I didn't I wasn't really thinking of that when I suggested that we start doing some more I think it's because we had some aged beers anyway that we wanted to like start drinking Yeah. but I realised that maybe in the back of my mind somewhere I got the idea off Steve right. and the guys <laughs> and, um, and Mark and, and think, Rob so I think they'll be okay with it well I don't know, you know they, I don't want to piss them off they're lovely people they're people I want to be friends does, with does this whole thing mean is is Beer O'Clock Show still technically the longest running or is the clock reset? Well, this because is the thing, when, because you know, opinions, opinions was a new... When opinions yeah. stopped... I think it's longest... We're, we're here. You know, we, we, could be, we could be next in line here. I think longest yes, running. Yes, we've only done like 60 episodes, but we've been going like six years. <laughs> yeah, no. I think Sheffield Hotcast has been going longer than us. I, I, there was one that was still going longer oh, than us. Sake. But I think I think he's still they've still got that title because mm, I, I think, think so. They're very clever. I think they're <laughs> still tight beer o'clock show. Well, Steve's obviously been there since day one. Yeah, Steve's the and, yeah the continuing um, character. Yeah, and it's almost just like I don't know, like a different series of a show, like a different cast, but it's the same. It's like the opposite of Doctor Who, where the Doctor stays the same and everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like the exact opposite yeah. of Doctor Who. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like Beer O'Clock Show was Cheers, and now we're on to Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining Steve as Frasier is just. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, let us know your thoughts on that. <laughs> Sherry, Rob. <laughs> oh God! Oh, for God's sake, Mark. Let's crack these beers. Um, this beer, rather. Yeah. So, Ash, this is um, from generously. No, I was I was about to um, say, and then I changed the way I was saying. I don't sentence. think I've ever heard anyone. Call I didn't. Him Ash. I, I, I stopped myself short. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't intentionally calling him Ash. This is a bit of Ash brought to us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as you said at the top of the show, Mark, yeah. just a barrel a Babylon <laughs> uh, sour cherry imperial stout coming Wrong. in at eight point two percent. I mean, it was at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've touched on beer house well. already. This this is a uh, a legacy beer from a tap takeover that they did bloody ages ago. Oh, it was years like a, ago. Now, a, wasn't it? A uh, wet, dark, and windy evening on like a Tuesday or something. Best before is uh, the seventh of January, twenty nineteen. 
Okay. So, all right. So yeah, we're very excited. Did you pick but, up at the tax takeover? Yeah. At Beer House? Yeah. No. Um, where was it? Sorry. Where did I get it from? No, I was going to say, yeah. I know I they did a tax takeover, but... I got it because it actually, it, it was sort of, it's sort of a fortuitous conversation with um, Carl, <coughs> I think, from, from the brewery at that bearded one. Um, shortly afterwards, we, we were having a conversation just on Twitter about um, <clears throat> what they had available. And, and he said that they had some, some bottles of this kicking around. And um, my, uh, one of my work colleagues happened to be based um, or lived only to five minutes walk away from, uh, from, from the brewery. So, um, so Carl arranged for, I think, three bottles to, to be put aside. Um, and I, I turned up at work the next morning and there was a little box jingle jangling about with, with three of these in. Um, and so, you know, the plan always when, when we got them back was let's, let's stick one in the, in the dark cupboard and see what it's like in a few years. So, um, so yeah, I, so we, hang on, have we had, what did we do with one of the other two? Don't remember. Don't remember. We're <laughs> just drinking. Probably. Probably. So I'm excited. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a nice little throwback. Yeah, yeah. It's been a really long time. Really long time. Like, like, your colleague picking them up. It's been a really long time since I've had any um, twisted barrels. So I think it'll be a nice, um, nice kind of throwback. Yeah, it's been. I mean, it's still, it's still lively in the glass. It is yeah. lively. When I when I oh, opened it, it had a bit of a hiss and. Um, oh jeez. Yeah. Um, nice to that. Hey. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> boozy. Mm. That is boozy. Boozy. It's cherry. Cherry. The cherry. Yeah. Cherry booziness. Sort of like a. Cherry liqueur. Mm-hmm. Cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's not nice a big boy. So, yeah, that's giving me those licorice vibes again. Yeah, I get that. I do get that a little bit. Yeah, giving me that uh, beer o'clock show. <laughs> really End sweet night. up front, End isn't killer, it? Yeah. I find it really sweet up front, and you've got the cherry. Not as... It's actually not as boozy as I thought it was going to taste. There's no kind of like sort of burn or that kind of like. No, uh, there's, no there's no real big kick. No, that's the sort of no. thing. It kind of just goes down really smoothly. It's on the nose, I thought. There's still boozy. a big flavour, but it's still really smooth as it goes down. There's yeah. No, yeah, there's no like big hit of anything. It's all just, it's all right at the front, really. I think that's, um, that's, that's really, I think the word I'm going to use is mellow. I mean that in a really positive way because mm. it's not it's not something that you're sitting there thinking that's sat for so long that it's now 14% and basically undrinkable yeah. sort yeah. of balsamic it's um, you know that cherry flavour is there that cherry flavour is is actually really really pleasant you know it's you're right it's sweet up front turns a little bit sour yeah and then you're sort of into Slightly malty, slightly dark, slightly roasted kind of notes at, at the tail end. So I think that's great. I mean, we, we're going to raise the point that we raise every single time when we do this. It would be great to have like a brand new one. Yeah, sat here, yeah, yeah. But we don't and we never do and we never will. <laughs> but I guess to be fair, you had the other two. Um, we can't remember what happened to them and they may not do this again. So I think we would have struggled yeah. to actually have had a... But I think, I think this is... A, you know, just 
on its own as a um, as an experience I think this has aged really really nicely oh yeah I, I think, think so I think oh, you're exactly right with that kind of mellowed sort of I think because of that lack of the well you maybe think it's more boozy but yeah it just feels like it's just a nice almost what it might have been when it was fresh kind of thing like obviously yeah. you kind of you stored it well I think and yeah it definitely feels like it's yeah it's mellowed a bit maybe some of the flavours of maybe like a stronger cherry before um so Still a here decent, the description is a thick yeah. sweet decadent imperial stout brewed with an abominable amount of sour cherries um so maybe this like sourness it maybe was a bit more than my, you know i'm not getting much of a sour cherries and getting more of a cherry yeah. mm. um but i'd say it's thick sweet and decadent yeah and I, um, I i think personally i don't think it needs much more sour cherry i don't think it's suffering no, for not having it i think if it had more of it then it, it it would probably feel as though it's it's bordering on too much for me. I think where it is now, it's kind of. I think it's it's in that sweet spot, you know, with with a, a dark beer like this. There's kind of natural big flavors that you need to overcome. So you probably need a fair amount of something like sour cherry just to get over that hurdle. Um, so it, it's it's possibly quite reasonable to say that this is an abominable bout of of sour cherry just to get over that sort of dark roasty malty flavour mm. yeah <coughs> but I think it works really well yeah, it's really well balanced yeah. it's really really yeah, well balanced yeah it is well so thanks then, for sharing it with us yes thank that's you that's okay I mean it's been no trouble at all it's just sat in a cupboard for <laughs> three years Kind of be on a house move. You know? It's made you sound a bit less rod and more, actually. Has it? Medicinal quality. Yeah. Put that on your own tongue. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get into this. So, um, back in uh, early, early, early to mid-November, which is kind of obviously around the start of the World Cup, uh, I saw, um, I think he did the rounds a little bit, um, a guy on Twitter called Gus at Balls... Balls to this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You've given up on that already. <laughs> I nearly said, ball, like, ball stothis. Yeah. Just it all together. Like, oh, ball stothis. Ah, ball stothis. So he has got a beer from all 32 countries playing at the 2022 Qatar World Cup. And um, I'm going to say that beer, and I'd like you guys to tell me what country you think it's from. Oh, my God, Shit, this is going mean, this, this quiz could just be... Can you name all of the 32 teams at the World Cup? And we would still say no. Yeah. I think I could do that. But, so, I yeah. mean, should we, should we do um, five best of five? Do you want to do a bit more than that? Because obviously it's 32. Let's, let's start with five and then yeah, see how we go. If we're losing, we'll do more. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to kick off. I'm going to kick off nice. with hey, hey. Um, Beaufort and Light. Is that B-E-A-U four? <coughs> uh, that's what, that's, it's all one, yeah, it's a bit, yeah. that's one word. Yeah. Uh, can I ask a question? How are we spelling light? Light, like they normally spell okay. it. Okay. Not L-I-T-E. Okay. Which is a great yeah, that, question. Yeah, that I think you both allowed one question. So, uh, as a clear, as can a my question be, where's this beer from? No. <laughs> <laughs> that question banned. Both light, both light. All right, so let's think. Oh, Let's God. think about where that might come from. What kind of music are you going to put under this, Mark? What kind of... 
Vous voulez vous aider
Is that your final answer? Yeah, go on. That's a good shout. It's not where I was going, but that's a good shout. Um, I'm I'm going s- not a similar part of the world, but similar kind of uh, language derivation. I'm going Mexico. Ashley steps up to the kick and stop in. It's Modelo, you probably, yeah, voice. Is it? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, of course. I think about that. Mexican lager, yeah. Modelo is special. Yeah, they're a macro. Yeah, they're. Okay. Oh, next one. Poor for me. Is. Uh, Moosehead. I mean, I'm going to go Route 1. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Route 1. I'm going to smash this one down the middle. Probably sky over the bar. I'm going for Canada. Yeah. Um, I am going to maybe go a little bit left field because obviously the first one was Cameroon. So it's like, ooh. Yep. So maybe this one is actually Denmark. It's going to be still cold. I l- love the ambition of it. Mark steps it to the plate. He's guys it over! It is Canada! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've been you've been yeah, chuffed by the schedule. Moosehead. Fucking look at that. Is that all one word? Yeah. Yeah. Moosehead. Oh yeah, Moosehead Breweries Limited. Moosehead. Yeah. Moosehead Lager. Grapefruit Rattler. That sounds nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a Shandy Rattler. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they just mean the same thing? I think so. Probably. Um, I don't, oh, sorry, carry on there. Uh, carry on there. Uh, they called you John then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, let's go with a couple more. So, uh, who's first? Me. You. Okay. Uh, let's go with. Um, I feel like I've shot you a bit, I'm trying to be a bit better. Uh, <laughs> Q U I L M E S. Kilmes. Quill. Quillmes? Kilmes. 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 I'm trying to give him that to Kilmes. 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 Quill. That feels weird. That feels a little bit more. I feel like that feels a little bit more. I'm going to go the same way as I went with another penalty and I'm going to go Portugal again. Yeah, I'd have been in that ballpark. I wish I could phone a friend. But my um, preferably one who's from this country. <laughs> my friend, I think my friend, um, my friend Maggie knows loads about world beers. Well, Maggie May. So I may not know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! Got in there. You fucking ruined that. That was such a waste. You fucking knob. Just because I'm winning. Um, <laughs> um, what did you say, Portugal? <laughs> yeah, I was in that. I was in that area. I'm, I'm going to go right next door, and I'm, I'm going to say Spain. You both wrong. Oh, fuck it. It's Argentina. Oh, oh Hispanic. <laughs> that might be my response every time I get something wrong. Oh, Hispanic. But we've had five here, but I'm going to do a couple more. So yeah. There's one, there's a couple I think will test you. We'll do a couple more. Um, La Gazelle. It's you first. La Gazelle. So, the, the la suggests French speaking, so we might be somewhere in Africa. 
I don't think it's going to be France. I don't think it would be France. I think it's a bit route one. <coughs> but we might be in Senegal. Oh, he's going African. Um, to be fair, I might go African myself. Uh, today I it. feel like... <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, to paraphrase uh, twat. Um, I'm going to go Tunisia. <coughs> former French. Like um, yeah. It is Senegal. You fucking got to kill me. <laughs> He's absolutely buried it. I thought you were going to sort of, obviously, you, you know, went along the French speaking route rather than going straight on. I did. France. So I that's feel like I'm I taking a Japanese like Spain. <coughs> I, stepped up to the, I stepped up to the spot. I did a little shuffle, a little dance, a little hop and a skip and a jump. Just laid it down the side. I hate those run-ups. Sat the keeper down. Yeah. Too easy, mate. Okay, I'll go I'll go one last one. Uh, this is This one's for five points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there's, there's a couple here I could pick to really throw you off. So here we go. Antarctica. Welcome. Um Oh, it's me first, isn't it? It is, I'm afraid. Oh, Christ. Um, mm, Antarctica. I feel like it's going to be somewhere towards the bottom of the world, maybe. <laughs> uh, that's my logic behind that. I'm thinking penguins, I'm thinking... Yeah. <laughs> I'm cold, thinking, cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they serve beer cold? <laughs> I'm going to go for a bit of reverse psychology here. Ooh, I'm going to go Australia for Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm overthinking the fact that you said this was a tester. So I'm thinking proper left field. I'm thinking maybe this is Qatar or Saudi Arabia. Um, I mean, if this is the last one, I've, I've won. So I might as well just take a pun. Um, I'm, I'm going yeah, to go for Qatar. You're both wrong. It's Brazil. Oh, oh. It's nowhere near Antarctica. Yeah, no, no. Guitars was called Fizzing Melon. Sounds lovely, I'd have that. Um, I'm pick out what was the one they used for England? I'm quite curious. England was... What do you think they... He, he, the thing is, oh. it's a... It's... Uh, what hint can I give you? It's a macro lager, but... Still in the... They're still in the... What you probably call a craft beer world, but they've been probably bought or at some point. Oh, Beaver Town? No. Uh, well, they have been bought by somebody. Yeah. For sure. Huh. Oh, Camden. Popular, yeah. Camden. Camden Hells. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, the Welsh one is the Bale Lager. Uh, oh, I thought I'd gone for Tiny Rebel, but. Uh, I don't know, Francis Cronenberg. Was Australia Foster's word? What was Cronenberg? France. France! <laughs> and uh, Australia was Cooper's Red Ale. Oh, come on, um, get the Foster's out. Belgium Chimay Blue. They don't drink Foster's in Australia, do they? Uh, Ecuador's is uh, called Pilsner. <laughs> what, every um, Pilsner ever? Yeah. You should have done that one, that would have. <laughs> yeah, we, we would have yeah. got that one. And Uruguay's is called Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did they not understand the assignment? <laughs> we'll say they're called, this is the one he bought. Oh, so sorry. obviously they, got, they must have more beers and... picture of him with all yeah, the beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, there you go, little World Cup theme quiz there. It's done. Thanks you. for that, mate. And well done if you got the answers well, right. Actually, you can lift the trophy high. And it's coming home. It's coming yeah. home. It's coming home. So, final thoughts on the Babylon. I'm still getting through it, actually. It's quite... Um, yeah, I've got a sediment at the bottom of my mind. I think I was a bit overzealous poor at the end, so I'm just leaving that. But... Uh, for me, it got very sweet towards the end. Mm, yes, um, I think that's why I might the be cherries a took bit. over a bit, mm, yeah. um, rather than that kind of more richness and decadence. Yeah, a bit thing. more of the booziness as well, I think. Um, I don't know if that's because I've had a fair bit of it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, actually, yeah, really liked it. I mean, I, I had a smaller sample than everybody else, but um, I, I really liked it. I, I think that the blend of flavours was good it was mellow it was sort of thick and rich um, so yeah to me that feels like it's aged really nicely oh, so that sediment at the bottom of the really way. pleased with that no, that's right I think you know that seems to have been the sort of the, the experience of our I don't know what we call in this segment help the aged or whatever <laughs> um, help the aged <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, that seems to be our, our experience so far is is that doing pretty well you know we were a bit sceptical I think um, particularly last time out um, yeah this one I think is a lot more I mean it's an imperial stout I, th- I feel like it's more season suede yeah yes, that's, that's what we're yeah that's what I was trying oh, fuck sorry I keep telling you a hob on <laughs> <laughs> lucky hob uh, <laughs> well if I'm not careful I'm going to get hot legs uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ding! I think we need a little Rod Stewart ding. Yeah, definitely need to do that. Um, great. Magic. Well, Love that. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for sharing. And um, hopefully we can keep this up, guys. And uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. How many we've got uh, left. Oh, 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 just the, the podcast in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Many episodes. Of, uh, <laughs> I think we just need to bask in the fact that we are ahead of schedule. Yes. Yeah, we've yes. got one in the bank. Yeah. I've now got two yeah. to think about now. But yeah, I mean, the other one's really done. Well, hopefully, Whenever. by the time this comes out, the first one's. I said the first one. The uh, previous one has come out as well. Yeah. I'd hope so. I would hope so. But um, yeah, I think that about does it for this episode of Men Behaving Badly. So, um, as always, I'd like to thank Tom. Thank you all ever so much for listening to this beautiful podcast. <laughs> God, that was a long one. <laughs> and uh, thanks, That's what she said. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you, Rod, for joining us. Do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> yeah, that, you were trying to work that one in. That's a hard one. That's what she said. <laughs> we did. Have, we did have plans to for Ashley to keep this up for two hours, just pretending to be Rod Stewart. But I think I'm going to worn thin after yeah, about ten minutes. I don't. I don't know if you've got any spare. Um, I'm in the market for some handbags and some glad rags. <laughs> I to get one in tonight. Come on. They told me you missed school today. <laughs> oh, I finished it there. Yeah, I'm not gonna put any of my I'm not gonna put my own song at the end of it. I'm just gonna throw a Rod Stewart song at the end of it and just get sued for it probably. Oh dear. I don't know. Choose the wrong. Yeah, well, uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Take care. Cheers. Have I told you lately? That I love you Have I told you There's no one else Above you 